Welcome to Love High. My name is Florence Bark, your host, your friend, and the love-obsessed girl who will be leading you on this journey to discover more about love, heartbreak, relationships, and ultimately, yourselves. This is Love High. Hi my loves, I am back. It's been a little while since I have recorded a podcast over here and that is because I have been plotting, I have been building, I have been learning, I have been healing and I have been getting myself all ready, all fresh and lubricated for this new podcast journey. And you're gonna be like, what are you talking about? This is just the How to Heal a Heartbreak series. Well, not any longer. I had a little bit of an epiphany last year. I think I put out an episode after my last breakup and I realized that actually I wasn't quite ready to document and journal my experience with heartbreak and breakup and healing again just yet and even though I really wanted to be there and I wanted to share my experience I knew that I had quite a lot of internal work to do and I really needed to do that alone. So here I am introducing to you my new podcast series which is called Love High. It's a new season, so it's like a continuation of the How to Heal a Heartbreak series, but we are reinventing it with a new name and a slightly different game. I'm really excited to take you all on this journey. So why am I doing a new podcast? Why am I modifying the Heartbreak series? From a young age, I have been obsessed with romance, love and relationships, I've always had my life's goals revolve around meeting my Prince Charming. Recently, since turning 30 and realising that my life has taken a few different turns and relationships haven't ended up how I thought they would, I'm questioning my relationship with love and why I want it so, so bad. I've been in the relationship where I thought I'd be there forever, kids, marriage, all of that. I've been in a completely different relationship where I sat opposite commitment issues, How can some of us want it so badly and others push it away? I put so much pressure on myself to get my happiness from love, from sex, partnership. But what about getting happiness from my relationship to myself? In this podcast, I'm going to explore our relationship with love. Why from a young age we've been led to believe that we need another person to be whole. Why so many people are facing commitment issues with modern dating what a healthy relationship is and how do we find ourselves within a world obsessed with love so this is what love high is going to explore it's what it's going to be about it's not only going to be for people that are facing heartbreak and breakups but also for people that are in relationships for people that are single for people on every single step of the journey when it comes to relationship and love our like our 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 exploration in life 
So yeah, I'm really, really excited to dive into all these different subjects. I'm going to be not only inviting experts onto the podcast, but I want to hear from regular old folk. I want to hear real stories. Not that people with a little bit more clout and following don't have real stories, but I want to hear from all of you. So if you do have your own story that you would love to share on the Love High podcast and come onto the podcast to chat with me about your experience, whether that's something that's happened in a relationship that you had, a huge realization that you had, please just DM me on Instagram and put at the beginning of the message, put Love High And we can talk about coming on the podcast and having the conversation around love and what it means to you on your journey. So as well as introducing this new series to you all, I wanted to give you a little bit of an update onto my own journey, which has been, you know, I think if you've been following my progress, my journey over on Instagram, you might have a little idea of what I've been getting up to. Let's recap to summer 2021. I was in a relationship with someone who I was so, so deeply in love with. Like, I've never been so in love with someone before. Um, I've never had that kind of connection with someone before. It, It felt like a soul, soul connection. And we got to a point in the relationship where he was facing some kind of commitment issue not knowing what he really wanted in life let alone from a relationship and he felt like he couldn't give me what I wanted in a relationship and that was true at that point like from a relationship I needed someone that was going to give me a little bit of commitment and you know someone that could be to could look into their future and say actually yeah I do want you in my future no matter And it wouldn't really, really matter like how long that would be for, but someone to actually just acknowledge that they want me in their life and not get bogged down with the whole, I don't know what this is going to be. I don't know what it's going to turn into. So we ended up breaking up and it was a really, really, really good decision for us. I had felt myself getting into a place in that relationship where I was losing touch with myself. I was losing confidence within myself because I wasn't getting commitment from this person who I really wanted it from. And that was, you know, in t- with time, that really does sort of break you down, break your confidence down. Just so you know, I'm recording this from my flat in London, right next to a high street. So if you do hear sirens in the background, that is just life. <laughs> I haven't quite mastered my podcast setup yet, but I will. I will because I want this to be legit, I want it to be professional and I want to be, you know, doing the thing. So we broke up and I was sort of then propelled into a new journey of healing a heartbreak. And boy, did I think at the beginning of when I started How to Heal a Heartbreak, I thought I was going through the biggest heartbreak ever back then. This time, obviously it was with the same partner, but we had just broken up again. That heartbreak hit me even, even worse. Um, And it was so painful, but I knew that it was the right decision. And because I knew it was the right decision, I really then redirected myself and my life to 
really, really healing and learning and growing from the experience. And I kind of knew that I needed to make a big shift in my life to really go on that journey. So part of what I was really struggling with in the relationship was codependency. And I really wasn't comfortable with being by myself anymore. I wasn't, I couldn't feel happy without being with my partner. And I knew how big that was. Like I knew how big of a hurdle that was to jump over. And I really had to try and sit back and figure out like, how am I going to really jumpstart my my healing process and and get into a new frame of thinking when it comes to codependency. And I knew that I needed to get out of London. I just like that I had a deep, deep feeling of just being so stuck, so unmoving that I knew that traveling and getting out on a solo travel journey was exactly what I needed. So I made plans. I wanted to get over to America to stay with my uncle. My uncle lives in LA. So I obviously was trying to find like a financially good way of doing this without spending like money that I didn't have. Um, So I needed to get over to LA basically. But it was back when the pandemic was not allowing UK residents to travel into the states if you had been in the UK in the last 14 days so the first part of my journey was going to Canada and Toronto and I was doing that completely by myself and when I look back at it I was like actually I don't know if I've properly really just been to a new city a city that I've never been to before completely completely alone and wow I just like I literally just dropped myself into the biggest learning experience of my life, which was how can I then cope with being so alone, especially after feeling so much pain of being alone in London. And obviously uh, being in Toronto was exciting, like I was exploring a new city, um, but I definitely did sit back and think about my vulnerability in that moment and I was struggling. I found myself on a lot of dating apps, just looking for that kind of connection and um, attention as well. And kind of just feeling that uncomfortability of not having anyone to really talk to or experience what I was experiencing with, which is such an interesting experience in itself. But I kind of, I knew what my therapist would have said and he would have been like, you just need to sit and feel the feelings. So I did, I really did. And I also knew that he would be like, you need to look at your inner child, like your vulnerability is your child self. Like what can you do for your inner child to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable? So I really looked at those things and I got myself re-watching Pokemon, which is something that I used to really love as a kid. And I also picked back, I brought my DS with Pokemon on it. Also Fire Red Pokemon, like one of the first ones, but it was for the Game, Game Boy Advance. So I had it on my DS and I was playing Pokemon again. So I spent quite a lot of time whilst I was in Toronto, just chilling out at the flat, watching Pokemon, playing Pokemon, and really being there for my kid self, um, which was, you know, really, really beneficial. And within the first week, 
I really started feeling more settled and more content with just being me by myself. I wasn't like completely comfortable at that point, but it was a really, really good start. And I mean, one of my favorite things to do ever is exploring a new place and exploring a city. And I took up vlogging whilst I was out there. So you can see the vlogs on our YouTube channel over at Come Curious. And that was also quite nice as well because it was like, I'm on my own, but I'm also sharing this experience with people in some kind of way. So after Toronto, I got a flight over to LA and I had a bit of flight drama along the way, which I spoke about on Fuck's Given podcast. And yeah, so I just, I ended up in sunny California and I really, wow, I I don't know. It was, it was, it was amazing, but it wasn't exactly how I thought it was going to be when I first got there, not going to lie. Like, I really kind of expected to feel, like, super comfortable, super content um, when I, immediately, when I first got there. And I didn't. I didn't feel at home. I didn't feel settled. I didn't feel any of that. So I didn't feel settled in California, but... It was just another part of the process um, and I quickly got more settled and became more comfortable with being by myself. Part of that realisation was being plopped into a place where I really wanted to make friends and I made certain connections but they weren't really like giving me what I actually needed from the situation. So I wanted like friends that I could hang out with all the time but you know I was just you know, I just entered their life, you know, they already have their life, they had their friends, they didn't necessarily have the time to spend with me. I was finding it really, really quite uncomfortable kind of being in a situation where I didn't have the kind of support network, friends around me to like really take up my time. So I was left alone for quite a lot of it and really kind of had to face the fact that I needed to become comfortable with being by myself and that was that was a huge journey the first month when I was there I was still kind of holding on to something from my relationship and I really I kind of thought well you know after this break of motorbike in the distance after this break of um be it me being away me learning about myself like maybe he'll be doing the same thing maybe he'll be doing a lot of like reflection and growing and learning and when I get back maybe we can see where we're at and see if we can kind of re-enter this partnership but so there there I was kind of thinking about him, kind of in the back of my mind, thinking, you know, this is still my person. This is still my person. I fully be- believed that he was my person. And um, I ended up going to a psychedelics wellness conference with my friend Kelsey Derra, who does the Confidently Insecure podcast. If you don't listen to that, you have to. It's my favorite podcast for sure. Anyway, we ended up going to this conference to learn about microdosing and therapy through psychedelics. And that was 
well, for one, a very, very interesting weekend. Um, something that I haven't really explored too much in my life before. Anyway, the whole weekend got me kind of reflecting more on relationship and stuff like that. And I think also hanging out with a friend who has a really strong relationship kind of does make you think about your own your own one. Um, so there was a whole speech and a whole um, talk on well, on psychedelics and this other therapy that was something about vibrations and wearing a watch and stuff. This <laughs> Anyway, some techie thing that I cannot explain, obviously. But in the talk, they mentioned how human touch is one of the greatest therapies, especially when it comes to what we've all been experiencing during uh, during the pandemic, which is loneliness and depression in some in some types of forms. And when he was mentioning the importance of touch and intimacy with other human beings, obviously I, my, in my brain, I went all the way back to the relationship and I felt so sad that I had had such an amazing connection with someone and I wasn't having that anymore. Like I I had like the best intimate connection with someone that I'd ever had and I didn't have it. And I was feeling sad because I I didn't have the touch. So I I was in this talk and I, I felt myself welling up. I felt all this emotion trying to get out of me and I felt really sad. This was like one of the last talks that we saw, I think, before we left. And on our way home, we had an accidental, well, we had an almost car accident. um, And it was kind of a, like a near-death experience, to be honest, because we were, we were driving and basically this huge truck nearly went into our car and we had to swerve off the road to avoid it. And if anything had been different in that scenario, we would have ended up seriously injured or dead. And we both had this huge kind of like, fuck, this moment, like, what is this telling me? Like, grab life by the fucking balls and do what you want. Like, like, say what you need to say. And like, because I had been thinking about my ex so much, I was like, I need to tell him that I love him. I need to say something. Like, imagine if I had died and we hadn't spoken for two months and, like, he just didn't know how I felt. So this sparked me reaching back out to him after two months of not talking at all because we had been in this silence container that was really good for us because we needed it. We needed to heal separately first but I I got to this point where I feel like my thoughts were becoming more like of a fantasy rather than reality and I needed to get some kind of like grounding I needed to I just needed to reach out to him I needed to talk to him so I the next day after that um accident reached out to him and we had this this like really long, maybe like an hour's conversation where 
we spoke about everything and the chat was painful like it hurt so deeply like the loss the missing the the everything was so painful like it was sweet and lovely and amazing to see him and talk to him but it was it hurt it hurt like talking to him because it reminded me of the pain I guess that I had been feeling right after the breakup and there were a few moments in that conversation where I could tell that he was just the same person that I left like he hadn't done any thinking he hadn't really even processed any of the breakup and I could tell that like even if I rejoined him at this point I would be exactly where I was before and in that moment I realized that that wasn't what I wanted anymore and I knew that that I couldn't be happy doing that and I I got this sense of closure and was able to let go of the idea of getting back together at some point And yeah, I guess that was that moment of closure for me. It was really big. It was really big. And there was was something that he said that was, I just, you know, I want you to be happy with someone else. And boy, did that hurt. Because, you know, at that point, I was like, I don't want to be happy with someone else. I want to be happy with you. But hearing him just say that directly to me, almost gave myself permission to redirect my thoughts, my life, what I wanted and really start exploring what life was without him. And that, yeah, that was just, that was, that was the moment. That was the moment, everyone. After that, my journey included a lot of like dating, seeing other people and at a certain point after doing dating again and and like experiencing new relationships which I was excited for um I kind of got to a moment where I was like actually there's something that I have to do here before I go back home before I have to go back to London and I need to do it by myself And I I had noticed that in the dating scenarios I had been on that, yes, I'd be super excited about them at the beginning. And then I'd be kind of like thinking, oh, what could it be in the future? What can, you know, what could this possibly be? Um, And having these like fantasies of, of all of that life with these new people. But day two, second dates... I wasn't that excited anymore and I wasn't really connecting with them anymore and and I just noticed that I was like my heart is just closed it's just closed and I don't want to be in these kind of uncomfortable situations where I feel like I'm giving a lot of my energy away and I was just getting really really drained so I, like, I would end the week just feeling so exhausted. I'm like, why am I feeling like this? And it's because I'd kind of forced myself to be going on these dates and experiencing these new things when I wasn't ready. Um, my heart was not open. So 
I decided to be alone. I friend zoned everyone that I was dating and it was the best decision that I made that whole trip was to be by myself because in that next month, wow, I felt vulnerable as fuck at the beginning of it. I really did. I felt like, oh God, I don't have the attention. Where do I get um, some, like, where do I get that kind of validation from? Where do I get that company from? Where do I get the intimacy from? And I felt raw. I felt open. I felt vulnerable. But that was just the first chapter of that whole experience, which was ultimately something that made me feel so comfortable being by myself. And I started doing things like going on hike it, like going on hikes by myself and going to the beach by myself, going on lots of drives by myself. And I really started to enjoy my own company. And I realized like by the time I was maybe like a week away from going back home that I had become so comfortable with just being me by myself and I just suddenly felt so whole like when I think back to that I'm like wow I came such a long way and yes it was painful at the beginning but I have learned so much about myself from this whole experience not only just being alone for that last month but from all of it, like I had to go through all the ups and downs and twists and turns of that whole trip. And the trip for me was this huge healing journey. That's really what I spent a lot of my time out there doing was just the inner work. And sometimes we need to do that. That's what our focus should be. I was doing obviously the bits of work around me that were paying the bills and all of that stuff. But predominantly I was making space and time to heal and get myself into a really good position to come back home and now I'm back home and I feel fucking amazing there have been moments where I think about my ex and miss him and yeah kind of like the memories around the flat and all of that but when it comes down to it really I feel very very comfortable with just kind of being me and working on myself and being in a relationship with myself you know the only people I'm dating at the moment are my friends taking my friends out on dates seeing my friends and that doesn't mean that I'm stopping having like sex um not that I've had sex and that whole time in my last month I didn't have any sex and I think that was really really good for me I've now gotten to a point where yeah I can I can work on myself and I can be alone and I can try and come up with some kind of arrangement with someone as a fuck buddy to kind of just be there when there is that need and desire for intimacy um and sexual desire and sexual exploration and releasing that sexual energy and that's okay too like I think I think everyone has to figure out the best way of doing their solo journeys and sometimes that will be celibacy sometimes that will be figuring out a way of doing it that works for you and it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have sex
so that really is my personal update for everyone and that is the journey that I have been on in the last four months I guess um that is yeah everything that I wanted to kind of explore with you over time but I feel like getting it all out there in this first episode is really cathartic for all of us because now the future of this podcast can be exploring everything else. I'm so excited to chat with people about kind of society's expectations of relationships and why we feel like we have to be in a certain type of relationship Um, why we feel like we have to get married and have kids are there other ways are there other routes what really works for us individually also talking about things like attachment styles and commitment issues and yeah there is so much to explore and I cannot fucking wait to dive into it all So are you ready to be on this journey with me? I hope you are. I'm so excited to start this solo podcast. It is going to be hopefully a weekly podcast and yeah I'm producing it all by myself and that's it. So if you want to follow more of my journey obviously you can find me on my personal Instagram which is at Florence Bark. And yeah, please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and give it a rating and a review and yeah, buckle in because we're going to learn a lot about ourselves on this journey and I cannot wait to do it with you. The music in this podcast is by Jar Jar Kisses. Go and check her out. All the information is in the description down below.